0: This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's Community Access Media Organization. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Now thank you for being with us on the Vedic Wisdom. I guess I want to talk to you about the futility of some of the things we do in our material lives and material perspectives, and how we get wrapped up to where. The frustration takes over. We have a situation where the society is actually working hard at trying to negate the anxieties that are causing us so many issues. Everybody has a bit of anxiety on one level or another, and because of the changes that are happening in our world, because of the deception, because of the confusion, because of the confrontation, because there's a secret war going on of different sects in our humanity, because of all the confusion. Uh, the internet is uh, misinformation, disinformation, non-information, and really good information all simultaneously. Everybody is being overtaxed, bombarded with useless information and useless Time wasting activities. Why do I say that? Because what is the benefit of it? Downstream, what is the benefit? You have all these things you will accumulate. You're struggling to accumulate, whether it's fame and fortune or it's home and family or it's possessions that you adore. You're still trying to accumulate all these different things and you surround your life with them to make you comfortable. To try to make a more or less permanent arrangement so that you're not in a state of flux you're not in a state of vulnerability where you can go ahead and confidently maintain your situation and yourself without any concerns about all these outside influences that are causing so much anxiety you just think i'm just gonna buzz over to this place or run to here or there there's so much road construction there's so much traffic in the way there's so many people out and about it just doesn't get to be the pleasant trip you envision in your mind humans are optimistic and so we look upon everything as being anticipation I anticipate a very good thing happening I anticipate a really fun time I anticipate some really nice people and yet you go through experience after experience and that really good time you're expecting that really amazing people that really inspiring person doesn't show up and you begin to lose that zest for life and for the optimism. You begin to go, oh, it'll be another disappointment. You see that, the older people, particularly the men. The men come to the point early in life, and it, it follows along with them to the end of their life, going, wait a minute, this isn't going to be, I don't want to go, it's a waste of time, never mind. I don't like those people, I don't want to go there, been there before, nothing new. And there you become cynical because their consciousness is not being fed. This is what is happening to all of us. Our consciousness is not being fed. I'm not being stimulated by the association. I'm not being stimulated by the event or the place or what's said or what comes of it or what benefit it is to me, what I take away from it. It's all very superficial. So we have that situation more and more and more. Even though in our hearts, we anticipate something good. Oh, it should be here tomorrow. Could be here this afternoon. Something good is coming, I can feel it. It's gonna be all right. Everything is fine. Whenever somebody gets in extreme anxiety, their best friend says, it'll be all right. Don't worry, it's okay. Don't worry, don't get upset, don't freak out. Because we're optimistic. Humans are optimistic. We're compassionate, we're truthful. We're encouraging, we're sympathetic to the underdog. We want things to be right. We want you to be happy just as much as the next person and the next and the next. We believe society should be living on a platform of happiness. That's why we have all this PC crap going on. Everybody pretends to like you, pretends to be your friend, pretends to listen to what you're saying. But as soon as you're gone, they talk nonsense behind your back. Duplicious, superficial, PC nonsense. But they make the show that they really like you. And this is because this is the natural condition. We anticipate things being great, this person being nice. And they make a show. But where does their heart lie? The Lord is judging you. Karma is being accumulated by your intent. Not by your presentation, your intent. Are you deceiving that person that you like them? Are you not really happy to be having lunch with them? Or are you pretending? Do you not give a hoot if they're successful in their plans or programs or goals of life? Or are you actually encouraging them meaningfully? Our society is getting more and more and more shallow, good at presentation but really bad at sincerity. Because this is what is trained in our society through television and drama and schools and all this stuff. It's all how to be PC fake. And so people become can see people that have an open consciousness that aren't suppressed and contrived and restricted in their own mental exercises. They can see and they go, you don't mean it. You're not really a good person, you're a deceiver. And you've learned it from the television, you've learned it from the internet, you've learned it from the other people who are playing the same game. PC covers, hides your real intent. And they use it, they practice it, they plan it, they live it for years and years and years. So they're so good at it, they can make anybody feel comfortable and at home and they hate them. <laughs> when they hate them. What is this struggle? What is this competition? What is this attempt to accumulate? How secure can I make it here? Well, let's say you're really successful. Let's say you're really determined. Let's say you've really got a handle on this and you're not going to put it down. You're going to work on it until you are really nicely situated. And you're going to spend 50 years, 60 years, 70 years really well positioned. Everything's just fine nothing to worry about nobody's infringing nobody's upsetting me nothing is going amiss i have everything i need or want i'm free to do as much as i can do in this material world hey where is the problem i've nailed it and then along comes death and what does death do it takes everything everything you've accumulated away from you including your body i might add and you are thrown out of here You are not here, you are not participating, you are not part of this family, you do not have anything, you are not of any stature, you are a living entity without a body, traveling in the subtle platforms to your next birth. Well then all this work, all this preparation, all this determination, all the things we've been through in the last 70 years, 75 years, has been for your temporary enjoyment and illusion that it's alright to enjoy these things but what benefit did you derive from having this comfortable safe secure and intelligent things go around you that actually brought your consciousness to a higher level and you solved the real problems of life and actually conquered death According to the Vedic literature, that is what the human form of life is for. You are supposed to be able to conquer over the dying and rebirth process in the human form of life. And you can't do it in the other species. Now, if you're not working on that, you will stay in the cycle. Birth and death and birth and death and birth and death and birth and death and birth and death. Life after life after life after life after family after family after bank balance over and over and over and over born in one planet, born on another planet born in one country, born in another country over and over and over and if you mess up, born in a lower species in a lower species yet fish, insects beasts, trees you haven't conquered it the Vedic literature says the human form of life is the only platform that you can actually conquer over birth and death well are you working on it? or are you just your own expression of pc you're just getting by you're just doing what you need to you're just maintaining what you can you're just cruising along but you're not learning you're not growing consciously we are the conscious living entities this program has covered this for 15 years and you are the eternal living entity in a temporary body a subtle body mind intelligence and ego a gross body of these senses and these elements and this bodily structure and we're to overcome the cycle of birth and death so that our eternal journey is complete we aren't going round and round and round on this merry-go-round of material species of life We're returning to our normal, natural condition of spiritually conscious beings in an eternal spiritual body, rendering loving service to the Lord in his association. That's what the Vedic literature is trying to encourage you to awaken to. You're here satisfied with this temporary arrangement of security for 50, 60, 70 years, but you're not solving the problem of birth and death. And the Vedic literature says that's your prime concern. And if you solve the problem of birth and death, You've returned to the spiritual normal condition of eternal life, of bliss and happiness, service, friendship, servitude. So what is the value of all these things you accumulate before the bell rings and death comes? So you've borrowed everything. You come with nothing and you leave with nothing. So actually you're just borrowing all the stuff that's here, right? So you're using all this stuff and it's given to you to dominate over and you consider it's mine. But at the time of death it's all gone all of it in a moment gone you have no control no claim no resources not even any body you have a mind intelligence and the mind and the intelligence subtle body is carrying you the living entity to your next birth according to the qualities of your work and the level of desires you want to fulfill So isn't it more important, isn't it more intelligent to notice what is my desires? What am I trying to achieve here? Am I achieving what everyone tells me I need to achieve? Or am I achieving what is actually the goal of human form of life? Most everybody is just trying to achieve what they've been trained to try to achieve. And we've covered that on our program too. We see the sameism. Everybody wants uh, this kind of a car. Everybody wants 15 minutes of fame. Everybody wants to travel. Everybody wants to have this. Everybody wants to eat this. Everybody wants to go there. Everybody wants to meet them. Over and over over. Same, 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 same. Now, you know, they have this, who's the sexiest woman or the sexiest man in the world? They have these competitions. Ooh, everybody thinks that guy's really sexy. What does it matter? You don't have a relationship with them. What are you doing with your life? And there's endless distractions to keep you from focusing on the fact that you are actually going through the system from the birth issue all the way along to the death issue and you're in the middle somewhere maybe you're closer to the end or maybe you're closer to the beginning but you're still in the same cycle it's still the same continuum starts at birth with birth comes death that's the phrase so your life starts at birth and what comes with it death the senses are a network of paths leading to death well are you ready for death do you understand it are you ready to control your consciousness at the time of death and focus sincerely on the higher objectives of life and move yourself to the spiritual world your normal natural eternal condition of happiness or do you even realize that it's there do you even realize it's possible Or are you just wasting time trying to make adjustments here? Join this cause, join that cause, get involved with this group of those people, this situation. And you watch it go up and down and around about when actually you're making very little difference and it's not really helping you. Vedic wisdom is talking to you about improving you and stopping the cycle of birth and death for you. If you get your act together and understand what the method is and how to do the method and how you can guarantee yourself success, then you should be compassionate and help as many others on that path. But what little contribution can you make? So the Vedic literature is teaching that you, you have to purify your own consciousness and come to the platform of surrender to the spiritual master's instructions. Learn how to render loving devotional service and then teach it, explain it to those. Wake up the people that are lost in this ism and that ism and this society and that opportunity and this goal and this plan and this bank balance and these things and this 15 minutes of fame and all that stuff that is gone at an instant at the time of death and it will just be a flickering memory and gone. But if your consciousness is under control, and you're able to guide yourself at the time of death, you can go back to the eternal kingdom, back to Godhead. And be in a spiritually conscious position, free from the material body, and return to your eternal spiritual body. So the Vedic knowledge is intended, specifically for that purpose not all these other economic adjustments these philosophical adjustments these relationship adjustments none of that it's all external all of it is external but the real situation is what's the eternal platform doing how am i responsible what am i supposed to be doing what is my work what is my duty How do i solve the problem where do i get assistance what actually is going to have continued eternal potency protection a development how do you make a positive arrangement a real one how do you get yourself in a secure position permanently the intent is there the inclination is there in your heart you want to have it good you are optimistic you want to give good you want to do good you think of yourself as a good person but if you're still caught in the cycle of birth and death what good is it if it just continues the problem if the cycle doesn't stop you haven't fixed it you haven't solved it the only way you can solve it is the vedic literature You can't speculate it. You can't make it up. You can't dream it. You can't find it from somebody who doesn't know. You can't pick it out of the air. You have to have it delivered to you from the disciple succession who has been empowered by the Supreme Personality of God in Sri Krishna Himself, specifically intended to help you. And when you get it right and you see it and you understand it and you participate and you actually accept your duty and you fulfill your duty, You're supposed to help others, too. This is the true sign that you've learned. This is the true sign that you're not in it for yourself anymore. Your compassion drives you. You're concerned about helping others find the solution that you have found. And you give them Vedic literature. You give them the awareness, the perspective, the point of view, the possibilities that you required. You know, I tried, I tried, I tried, I found it, I did it, I followed it, it worked, it's happening. Oh my goodness, I now see different. I'm, I'm outside of this threat of cycle and birth and death now. There is a guarantee and it does work. How exciting is that? Everyone you know, everyone you love, everyone you don't know and have compassion toward, you want to deliver this to them. You become part of the Lord's movement. I met a vicar the other day, last weekend. I met this vicar a lady in this case. And she was saying, "This is my church. This is my parish. This is where I preach. This is where I, I'm the head person here." And I said, "Wonderful, wonderful." And I said, "And are you making more converts?" And she she's, "Oh no, no, no." She says, "That's not the goal." And I said, "What is the goal?" In your opinion, what is the goal? And she said, well, just to make people aware that they can come to this place and they can practice their religion here and they can get support and understand the benefits like that. I said, but don't you want to deliver that to everyone? Well, this isn't for everyone. Well, I'm sorry, Vicar, but love of God is for everyone. There isn't a solution without love of God. There isn't a solution without leaving this material world and returning to the spiritual world. There isn't a solution without calming the mind and bringing the intelligence fully aware with knowledge and developing your spiritual duty and fulfilling that duty. It isn't here, that's on the eternal platform. Miss Vicker, please be teaching that. I'm not saying your religion is good or bad or nothing of that variety, I'm saying teach it. If you feel it, if you know it, if you understand it, if you've experienced it, don't you want to automatically give it? Because it's such a great and valuable, wonderful gift to give. Do you have it? And then I realized, no, she didn't have it. And that's the situation. You can't give what you don't have. If you don't have love of God... If you don't have the Vedic literature, if you haven't surrendered to the bona fide spiritual master, if you're not in the deciphered succession, if you're not propagating love of God, you can't give it. And people can't hear you. And what benefit are you? You're just another voice. So we have to, you, me, everybody, we have to awaken. If I can solve my anxiety problem and simultaneously solve other people's anxiety problem, that's a good step. If I can lift myself out of material activities and trying to find a temporary arrangement and make it permanent versus trying to find a permanent arrangement and accept it permanently, I need to do it. I need to be in a position where I have an understanding and I have the secret of success, and I'm willing to share it without expectation of return just to see the other person successful and happy and make the conclusions workable in their life. That's enough reward. That's the real reward of the human form of life. Not this struggling for things that everybody's struggling for. So if you've got your act together, if you actually see that this is all very, very illusory, what people say, the PC front, the media, the standards, the education, the expectations, the requirements, over and over and over and over, all the list is huge. If you can see that all of this is just simply moving the temporary deck chairs around, It's not actually solving the problem that the ship is sinking. And you take to the Vedic literature and you surrender to the spiritual master, Srila Prabhupada, and you stop your ship from sinking. There's a very beautiful song. I was tempted to play it. It says, Prabhupada, you are the captain of the ship, guiding us and making sure we never slip. Isn't that what we want? Isn't that what you need? This is the intelligent approach. Surrender to the knowledgeable, empowered spiritual master who is a representative of the Lord with no self-interest. Serve him, listen to him, adopt his process, his program, and be guaranteed of success so that at the time of death, you aren't faced with rebirth. You're going to spiritual life, spiritual birth, once off, permanently elevated to love of God, full knowledge, full bliss, association of godly quality persons and all serving the supreme lord with a free heart that's what this Vedic wisdom, that's what this Krishna movement is about it's delivering the highest goal to you free for your benefit and hopefully you will be so pleased that you will benefit others and that's the person the lord is compassionate